0: Hi Clinton. Hi. Welcome to Sudip Audio's channel.
1: Thank you. Okay. I came from a very non-non uh, uh, musical background as such because uh, my family is uh, very academic, very academically oriented. Mum's a French professor. Dad's uh, dad is Dad's retired, but I mean both are retired. Dad Dad used to work in Lassen and Toubro, and uh, you know. Uh, so when i was going to going to take up music it was like something that i had not decided to until uh, you know uh, until really like long uh, you know uh, just uh, after college you know I, while i was in college i would bunk lectures and try and go for recordings whenever i got the chance to but um uh, i think the first time i actually decided that i wanted to was when i had a conversation with uh, uh, with two people actually, one of whom is now my wife but we were just friends back then and uh, the other one is Asif Ali Beg, who is a lyricist and you know, singer-lyricist uh, um, and we were just coming home from some something, we were big gang to hang out and stuff like that so we were just coming home one day and they asked me what do you want to do with your career how do you see yourself 10 years from now and I was going to do my MBA at that point point. I bought my books for my MBA entrance exam and I was, going to st- I was studying for that CAT and all that stuff, I don't know what I was doing studying for that but um, I remember you know trying to make an attempt to do that and I said yeah I'm going to do management, i decided to do management uh, um, so Asif said you know how I see you in 10 years, he said I see you wearing a terricot shirt and a tie and getting on your bike from Mahim to Nariman point <laughs> and fighting traffic at 9 in the morning, and doing the same thing again at 6 in the evening. <laughs> you know. So, do you want to live like that for the next 40 years? So, I said, uh, that kind of shocked me a bit, you know, and I said, you know what, I'm not, I'm not like a desk job kind of person, you know. And uh, that's when I kind of made that switch in my head, and I decided, you know, Bus yeah. I got my first class in my Vcom, and now, this <laughs> is, uh, yeah, I don't think I want to study further, I just want to do music. You know, and uh, I think uh, that's that was like kind of the pivotal point in which I which I you know you know decided that, uh, you know, music is actually for me because it's I mean people have started giving me confidence that you know I could you know make it you know I, you know from whatever work I was doing I was getting a positive response from a lot of people so you know one thing led to another and then
0: right um, did you face I mean today i can end up meeting a lot of people who say i am a singer please give me an opportunity or please put me in touch with people you know etc etc uh, there's always a struggle period that everybody goes through i mean these are tough times yeah any any person who starts off in any any career any line uh, was that also a phase that you faced
1: yeah actually but I've, i have to say that i've been lucky enough you know not to have sent my demo to anyone because, uh, uh, kind of word of mouth, you know, it, uh, things started happening in a way. But at the same time, I, you know, did pay my dues and, you know, be. Uh, I, I was never really uh, looking to be a singer at that point. But I was a singer first. I started off as a singer in, in, the, in the industry and started singing jingles for, you know, for Isan and Loy, like a lot. I loved working with them back then. Um, uh, for Ranjit Barot you know, Louis Banks, Les Lewis, you know, all the guys, Shiv Mathur, you know, uh, all the guys who were doing, uh, you know, commercials at that point of time. And, uh, somehow, I was, uh, I don't think I had that versatile a voice for, for me to be a successful jingle singer. You know, because you have to sing different styles, you have to be like, you know, sing a rock jingle one day and then do a completely Bollywood jingle the other day and then sing, you know. So, I, I think I was like inexperienced and not only that, I was not that, uh, you know, I was uh, not that dedicated as a singer because I wanted to be a producer and a programmer very much back then. I wanted to be a, you know, I wanted to be a composer and a producer and a programmer. So, you know, I started investing in a few, you know, things and, you know, like bought some gear, bought an XP-80, the first the first keyboard I bought, took a loan from Dominique to buy that keyboard and then, uh, you know, bought a... Bought a seven sixty from Les second hand, Stuff like that. So you know, and then I I, I would I would at that point I would uh, you know uh, you know do a do a singing job. You know, now I would like sing for now, an and I would make four thousand rupees or five thousand rupees. But uh, that was not really interesting for me at that point because I didn't want to. I I was I was more keen on making, you know, money off all the equipment I had bought, and you know, I was I wanted to you know make some money from programming and from production and everything. So so i would leave all this i would leave the singing jobs if i had a programming job although the programming job was like we'd get paid Rs. 3000 rupees and work for 3 days you know but but it was still uh, it was still more important to me at that point and then i met a few nice people along the way and uh, somewhere one thing led to another and then uh, ar happened ar Aman, i mean he heard my work and uh, you know that's when i used i used to go to chennai a lot you know, in the, you know that first like, like slightly early phase we are around 97 98 i used to stay there for a long time like they go to go there three, four, three, three, four times a month and you know just stay there for like eight days ten days and you know just uh, keep working on whatever stuff he had he used to have like my like four background scores happening at one time and things like that he just you he just work going through an insane phase of work at that point so you know, there was always a need for extra hands around and people who are musical, you know. And he try, he uh, tends to put his trust in people who he thinks, you know, are worth it and who can, you know, bring something to his projects, you know. So, uh, you know, I mean, after I after I used to work in Chennai, I started working a lot here as well. I started doing a lot of vocal arrangements for people and, you know, especially Ranjit, Ranjit Baru and... Uh, Ranjit was working a lot with Anu Malek and Ismail Darbar that time. So, you know, all the Bollywood films back then, I started doing vocal arrangements and then SCL once they, you know, SCL started doing all their big films. I started working with them as well and you know, uh, so yeah, that's pre- pretty much been the journey and then like production happened. Then Vishal Bharadwaj happened. So, I mean, it's kind of been one thing leading to another. And I, before you know it, you realize it's been like 16 years I've been doing this for, it's like, you know, you just do a double take and you realize, wow, you know, it's just much time that, has gone by.
0: Yeah, you never felt that 9 to 6 kind of a thing ever. Yeah, I know, I've was, never gone
1: back to that. I but, think yeah. uh, one of the most, uh, one of the most like uh, crazy phases was when I met Joku, you know, who you, you, you guys have interviewed earlier on. And um, uh, uh, he, I think, was uh, really responsible for me learning how to read film because um, you know I I still remember it's crazy when I tell you this figure but uh, from the year 2000 is when I started working with him I mean I used to work with him a little bit in 99 but sporadically you know like just once in 4-5 or five months he would call me when he didn't have anybody else or whatever And he, I don't think he had we had formed a relationship yet but uh, I think by 2000 I feel I was like uh, like in terms of my own level of production I was I felt ready to work with him, and, uh, you know, and uh, I remember Kunal uh, spoke to him about me and said, you should try working with Clinton. Kunal, go mm. So So, uh, you know, I, um, uh, I met Juku a few times and said, you know, let's do some work together and whatever. And then we started working together and it was crazy because he was working with only me then. And um, from the middle of 2000 to 2002, which is when I got married, in that year and a half, we did 500 ad films. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I, I still remember because of, uh, I mean, I have the, you know, I, it's, I, I, I could only remember because of the bill books. My okay. bill books were just getting, bigger, bigger. I was like, shit, I've done so much work in a year and a half. It was crazy because it, it was like, uh, uh, I just, I, I just never, you know, that was like going to school and getting paid for it, that phase. Because, you know, every morning at 11 in the morning, we'd be in another studio, we'd be seeing a new film. And we'd be done by like 6 and then 6 to 7, we'd start another film. Cool. You know, like, you know, usually we do two or sometimes we do one a day. But it was like, uh, it was every day it was solid. And every day I would be back at 3, 4 in the morning. And that phase was, uh, you know, was like very hardcore. It was very really hardcore in terms of everything, you know. In terms of just, exp- just experiencing the industry full on. You know, so... Uh, I think that was like a really interesting milestone.
0: Right. Uh, When you work with people from outside the city, for example, AR Rahman, who's in Chennai now with technology in place, do you get the tracks into your studio or do you have to still go there? No, actually
1: uh, Skype has made it a lot easier, especially for someone like AR, who's like always so busy. And all over the place. Uh, Yeah, he's all over the place. He's like in LA half the time. Uh, Yeah, now we, for the last. 3 years I think we've worked on skype completely oh. you know, he's, I've, I've hardly met him but we've always on skype so you know uh, So
0: what kind of uh, brief do you get? So Is it specific to the entire song or uh, parts of song or uh, the actually, song?
1: Actually yeah, with AR it's it's really open because uh, uh, you know the, the, the thing is I'm so used to working with them now because I've you know uh, been working with them since after Tal you know since after that, since Takschak, so which was like a, quite a quite a long long time ago, you know, I think over ten years. So uh, uh, he has this thing of uh, like you know not being there when you sometimes when you just need a brief or you just need, I mean you know he just trusts you completely to you know just do something good on it, you know. So very often I ask you know I ask the engineers something. Uh, you know, uh, can I speak to Rayman once before I start the pro- start the song? Before he, so he can just at least tell me what you know what I need to do on it. And usually he makes himself available, but there have there have been times when I've gone to Chennai and I've reached Chennai and found out that he's in London or something. And then you know the engineer would play me the track, and uh, uh, I would be okay. What do I have to do on this? So he would just shrug his shoulders and like, well, you know do whatever. What do you, you want? Whatever <laughs> you know, basically. So I would uh, you know call some singers in you know some friends from Chennai and you know like do do some vocal parts or you know do, if I he needed a little, like you know a little bit of like additional programming I would do that or, you know and uh, then I would meet him like a month later on some other song or something and I'll ask him you did you hear that yeah, yeah that's gone it's gone from mix so it's fine ah, that was good ah, that was good so he would be like you know if you don't hear from him it's always good right okay. you know? <laughs>
0: nice. so. uh, working with different I mean, I would say departments or uh, say commercials and then films, yeah. songs also, background score also. So when you approach an ad and you approach a full feature film, do you think the pressure pressures are different in both of these? Because you've been working in both.
1: For a long time. Uh, Yeah, actually. uh, The the thing about it is good. Because I have my feet in two boats. It's nice because I, you know, I'm like really sick of advertising for, you know, I've had it up to you with advertising. I do a film project for a while and then same thing with film. I do, you know, I keep switching because uh, also it's uh, very different in terms of uh, uh, the logistics of how you approach, you know, each project. Because with, with ads, it's very micro. You just need to, you know. You need to just like delve into every bar, and there's so much of uh, you know importance in every bar because it's you know whatever it's like your your piece is over in 20 bars or you know 30 bars you know um, yeah, at at a fast tempo. Okay. <laughs> if it's slower, then it's like 12 bars and you're done. You know if it's a 30 second or So I mean, uh, uh, you just have to really carefully think out. You know, there's no time for an intro and like a build-up and you just have to come to the point immediately and just convey what the director wants you to, you know, convey. And whereas film, of course, is much longer format. So you get to experiment, you get to do stuff. And especially when you're working with a director who really appreciates what you bring. Like someone like Vishal Bhardwaj, for example, you know, who just completely uh, enjoys, uh, you know, the amalgamation of uh, something modern with something folky, you know. Uh, and, you know, something that's... that's uh, new to even him you know with something that he's so used to you know uh, it's a it's a completely different uh, you know space you, know, you get your time to explore but at the same time uh, where both are similar is that you're always you know catering to a brief whether it's whether it's a product or whether it's a film whether it's a script you know you're always uh, uh, the the film uh, always wins you have to you have to uh, You have to make sure that, you know, you're always letting the film be the, be the important uh, factor and not your music, you know. So, even in advertising, it's the same thing. You just have to make sure that the, because if you've done a fabulous track, but it's not going by the film, doesn't just, doesn't make any sense, you know. So, I think both are similar in that respect, you know. It's not so much about self-expression as it's about doing something that um, makes the audio married to the visual, you know. And within that, if you can find self-expression, then, you know, it's great because uh, that's what it's about.
0: You've given a lot of uh, super-hit songs for films like Omkara or other films with your co-producer and friend uh, Hitesh Sonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, when two people work, you know, you bring in a lot of Western music to the, I mean, plate as we say, or to the table. And he comes with Indian influences. Is that how it uh, works?
1: Well, not really. Actually, Hitesh is a a crazy guy because he's a fabulous musician. And he's like uh, the most, he he comes up with the most unexpected arrangement ideas. In fact, when I was working with him first, it took me some time to get used to it because uh, I was so used to working alone, always have been, you know, and I've always been uh, uh, you know, master of my own vision as far as, you know, production and all is concerned. But when it came to working on Vishal Bhadwaj's stuff, Hitesh has been working with him much longer than I have. So, uh, I had to have that trust in his ability to read what Vishalji would would uh, like on a song, you know. And, uh, you know, uh, that took a little getting used to initially. Uh, because um, uh, we both uh, we both have, uh, you know, very strong ideas. I think we're both capable... Musicians in our own right. So when we both come together, somebody has to captain the ship right and you know it can't you can't have two captains you know going in opposite directions. So I would we would have this arrangement that you know, I would uh, completely defer to what he thought because I you know, I I just totally respect his style and his sense so much that it was not a problem for me to do that because uh, I think uh, when we decided to do that, you know, and we came to that uh, Uh, that understanding between us I think we we hit like a a zone you know which was quite unexpected and quite you know we would like uh, you know we would uh, do some pretty interesting things within that zone you know so um, uh, it's I think it's about uh, I mean and not necessarily that he would have Indian ideas and I would have sometimes I would come up with like a like an Indian solo you know line or you know and and sometimes very often like if I was playing I, I would come up with a guitar line. For example, on Sadhkur uh, uh, Maaf, Suraj sings, Dil, uh, dil, dil Hai. You know, it's got that riff, you know, which is... And I came up with that riff, but I just couldn't play it because it, it was like, it was really quick and, you know, and, and Hitesh played that riff with so much feel and so much expression. And, uh, you know, it, it's a perfect example of how you know, we both work in um, together to consolidate one idea, you
0: know. Uh, you've been singing a lot these days in a lot of films and many of your songs have become very popular from Wake Up said to even now Kahani. Uh, as a singer, do you take any special care for your voice? and? <laughs>
1: This is a constant uh, source of uh, this thing between my wife and me because my wife always thinks it's so unfair because I have anything cold, I have stuff with ice, I have you know like uh, uh, like whatever the hell I want and nothing happens. I smoke cigars sometimes and nothing happens to my voice but she has like she like have one sip of something cold and she's like she's down for like three days you know so yeah but I don't at all I, I, I don't take care of my Are there any
0: vocal exercises that you need mm. to
1: know <laughs> no. I mean I'm not I, you, it's, I, the thing is that you know I, I just think that uh, for me it's it's just about expression and it's about how you can deliver a melody you know uh, and uh, very often the first uh, you know the, the, the way you perceive a melody and the way you deliver it first is is the best because uh, like for example on Kyakaru I remember what happened on Kyathro is uh, Shankar called me up. I was I was going to go to Purple Haze to, to, to their studio to to work on some other project and Shankar called me up the evening before and said, oh, can you come an hour early? I just need to, uh, you know, uh, need you to sing one song. You just need to present it with your voice. And uh, it's a very Western kind of song, so just come and sing it. Just do one take because we just need it for presentation. And uh, so I literally learnt it and I just sang it in, you know, like uh, two takes or something. I just, you know, went behind and sung, sang it through. I didn't like really do a, a take, take. And uh, a month later, yeah, Shirin calls me up and says, uh, you know, do you have, uh, do you have some time tomorrow? Yeah, you know, just like four, 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 five lines have been changed on the song that you sang. I'm saying, which song did I sing? You know that song which you sang that day in the morning? And I said, that was a scratch. That was just like, you know. It was because Shankar just wanted me to sing it just for him to feel it and whatever. So I was like, No, she said, No, no, that no, everyone loves it. They've now they all got used to it and everything. So now now they they're keeping that take. I said, Okay, let me at least read up the song because let me sing it properly. Right. They said, No, 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 I mean like you know, Shankar insisted that we keep that because it's like, you know. So whatever lines had to be changed, two or three lines we I just changed and that's the take that you that is that is on the song, you know. It's completely uh, like an early morning thing, and just something that happened. You just heard okay. the song, and whatever I felt, as spontaneously came up.
0: You, I mean, are very well known in the industry for, I mean, just as a specialist for vocal arrangements. So, in the second part, can we have you telling us about what exactly your vocal arrangement is and how it works? Yeah, sure.